welcome back once again to the Stadium Journey podcast, and thanks for joining us today. Hey, did you know Stadium Journey is now a teenager? We just turned 13 years old. All right, nobody cares. Anyway. <laughs> I couldn't say out loud what I was about to say. Yeah. Oh, well, that, that's good, because teenagers don't care either. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> about More anything. More years in the XFL. <laughs> the website. Stadiumjourney.com. We are uh, the world leader in sports and travel information. We've got reviews of over 2,500 stadiums from all around the world there. Check them out. And we are more than just an awesome website. You can connect with us on our social media channels. Follow us at Stadium Journey. You can find audio versions of the Stadium Journey podcast by picking up your telephone or your laptop. Search HIAC Talk Radio Network or wherever you look for your favorite podcast. And there we are. Uh, if you're looking for video simulcasts of the podcast, like the one you may be watching right now, you can find those on Stadium Journey's YouTube page. And our classic back catalog of episodes can still be found at vocnation.com. And if you want to be part of our live studio audience, <coughs> we record live every other Tuesday night at 7 Eastern at danlaw.tv. And so, let's see. Let's do a starting lineup. The gang's all here tonight. Dave Cotney's here. You can follow him at ProFan9. Mark Viquez is online at Ballpark Hunter. Dan Calachico's here, too. You can follow him at DanLaw83. And if you want a Flyers jersey. Look yes, up. hit me up. DanLaw83. <laughs> DanLaw buy, sh- buy my stuff. I don't want it. Tired of it. Which is ironic. Can I buy a jersey? Can I burn it? <laughs> I don't. I listen. You give me the money. I don't care what you do with it. It's not my. <laughs> Lucky I haven't burned it. And I'm Paul Baker. You can follow me at Puckman Ri. And tonight we are be happy. We are happy. Yes, I am a professional talker. No, you're not. Not tonight. I'm not. No. Tonight we are happy to be joined by Stadium Journey's own Western Pennsylvania correspondent Patricia Beninato. And the reason Patricia is joining us tonight is we are going to talk about one of the country's most underrated sports travel destinations, talking about Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Patricia, welcome. Thank you for having me. So, yeah. As Dave Dave asked, yes, I actually do live in Pittsburgh. In the city proper? Nice. In the city proper. With all those hills and stuff? Yeah, I have a gigantic hill right outside my house. People are like, why don't you walk around your neighbor? I'm like, see the hill outside my house. <clears throat> half of the walk is easy. It's the other half that really sucks. <laughs> the way so, back. Yeah, exactly. Well, unless you go the other way. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah. you know, working for Stadium Journey, sometimes people will ask you, Paul, what are some of your favorite cities that you visited in your Stadium Journey traveling? And invariably one of my first answers will be Pittsburgh. The reaction I get is Pittsburgh? But Patricia, as a local, am I wrong? No, you are not wrong. It is awesome. It really is. Now, I I am not a native. I am originally from New Jersey, which means I've hated the Philadelphia Flyers all my life. Oh, no. How did we pull out another Jersey person? (laughs) (laughs) All right. We know how this is going to end. We'll just wait. We'll just wait. Hold on, Let's what part of Jersey? Jersey part. Um, I grew up in Monmouth County. Ah. That's New York. I don't want to hear it. All right, there, there's Monmouth. What town in Monmouth? Colts Neck. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Colts Neck, you got on the first try. Brookdale alum right here. Why am uh, I here? Uh, you see that the university closest to the Lincroft area. Yes. 
Yes, what I also I, grew up in New Jersey. So what am I doing Just, here? All, all three right. of us did, Patricia. We all three nice. grew up in New Jersey. Mark, nice. yourself, and myself. Coltsnick, that's that's a very fancy place. Lincroft. Uh, no, no, well, no, because what, what happened, my dad bought our house in the early 60s before the rich people moved in. Ah, uh, okay. He, 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 did get, he did get a nice chunk of change when he sold there you it. Go. You know? That's what it's all about. Did nice. you ever see that Fresh Prince of Bel-Air when, uh, when Jeffrey meets uh, Naomi Campbell and can tell exactly where she's from in London based on her accent? I, I'm feeling the way back machine here. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. It's very rare that somebody picks out that I'm from New Jersey. They're, they're like northeast. Sometimes I get New York, but I don't. Yeah, yeah but like, yeah, Monmouth is that area where you start getting a little Philadelphia, a little New York, uh, but definitely not Pittsburgh. So, no. no. How, how long you've been in Pittsburgh now? For I've been here for three years now. Okay. Okay. So it, yeah. it's pretty awesome. Yeah, Pittsburgh is a, a city that I've been to a few times, and I have to admit, I don't know too much about Pittsburgh. But there, there's a lot to do. It's not just a sports town. There's a lot to do here. Uh, restaurant scene is very good. Art scene is extremely good here. And the Warhol Museum is in Pittsburgh. I'm sorry. The Andy Warhol Museum is in Pittsburgh. Yes, actually, Andy Warhol is buried not too far from where I live. I, I, I pass it. I pass a graveyard on the way to the supermarket. Okay, so all right, so let's start talking. We're a Stadium Journey podcast, so we will be getting into uh, some of the great places to eat and drink and visit in Pittsburgh. It's all part of the scene there. And yeah, uh, if you've never been to Pittsburgh before, we're gonna blow your mind because if you're of a certain age, you know my age. You think of Pittsburgh as kind of it was a rundown, dirty city for a long time. It's, it was. It's not that anymore, not by any stretch. But anyway, um, when people, when a lot of sports travelers think of Pittsburgh, they think of first of all the best baseball stadium anywhere, which would be PNC Park, right? No, yeah. yes, no. Anybody gallery? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they just did a whole bunch of work to it, too. They basically took almost all the seats out of right field and made it into, like, a plaza bar, and people can, you know, stand in. It's a lot like if you've ever been to um, Cleveland's ballpark. It's a lot like that. They have that area of, you know, just sitting there drinking beer, watching a game, which is a good, it's a nice thing to do, and... They, they've made it a lot more kid-friendly. They have like a kind of like a pirate ship and kids can climb around on it. it it's too small for grown-ups. You can't some, – some of us might might have tried to, to climb the pirate ship and got yelled at and realized, realized that, you know, think, things are a little small. You know, they, they, they really don't encourage adults. You know, it's like don't put something like that next to a bar then. <laughs> Uh, yeah, who so, put the bar right next to the pirate ship? <laughs> so with with PNC being, I think it's fair to say it's it, it's not a secret anymore. Um, definitely not with with baseball fans. No, uh, not at all. Out, outside of Pittsburgh, it's 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 right up there with you know with Camden Yards and with Wrigley Field, which I would say are Wrigley Field, Fenway. I would say that those are probably the four most popular. Um, but is is 
PNC as beloved in Pittsburgh as it is outside of Pittsburgh? Um, I think probably not just because the team has been that good for a while. And like, like I remember when we first got here, you know, my husband and I, we were going to a game one day and my next door neighbor is like, oh, wow, PNC, I've never been there. And she's lived in Pittsburgh all her life. And it's like, it's a beautiful ballpark. It's, you know, yeah. the, these days it's actually fairly cheap to get into because they run all sorts of specials to get butts and seats. And like the last time we went, we had seats right down the first baseline. And for the pair, we paid maybe... 60 and that's that's something that normally the seekers but they but since, since my husband is old we can get senior citizen discounts i got and, my first senior citizen discount on sunday going to a baseball game i got two dollars off at a valley blue Sox game i was so excited and so ashamed at the same time. Mark, well, they also have something going with the local supermarket for Giant Eagle. You, you can like use their advantage card to get half price seats. But yeah, I mean, it, it's cheap. It's a cheap good time, and you know, and there, there's a lot of times you know we don't necessarily have to even plan it out. It's like, oh, you know, who's playing out? Like, yeah, let's go and we'll go. You know, obviously, like when the Yankees were in town, it was intact, and I think. Um, in August, the Red Sox are going to be there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I grew up a Yankees fan, so I, I I have a long history of hating Boston. Although I love Fenway, I do love Fenway very much. No judgment, no judgment. We we love all sports fans. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh we, yeah. We right. tease. We tease, but we love. Uh. So Patricia, for, so for somebody, if there's someone listening to this this podcast who has not visited PNC. What makes it so great that it's at, the, at or near the top of everyone's best ballparks list? Uh, the way that the seats are laid out, there is not a bad seat in the house. You can see the game from anywhere. Um, I think there's a, a little bit more, there's not as much distance between the players and the fans, which is something, you know, I, I grew up a Yankees fan and I have never come within. 10 feet of a New York Yankee in my entire life. But I'm proud to say I almost got run over by Trevor Williams on his bike the first summer I was here. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, you know, they, it's very family friendly. And, you know, just, I mean, and also the Pirates are not quite as bad as everybody thinks they are. You know, it, you, you do see some good baseball there. You see the, a lot of good young players. And also, if you know, if your home park is ridiculously expensive, or you can't get a you can't get a seat there, they they the park you know, and also where it's located. I mean, you know, you're less than two hours from Baltimore. You're less you're about two hours from Cleveland, um, maybe four hours from Cincinnati. Any any time, like the Cardinals are there. There's always a ton of Cardinals fans. Oh. Whenever the Brewers are there, tons of Brewers fans. And it's there there's times that I, I've been there and I feel like I'm like I'm like, are we in the Cardinals park? Because like that's all you can that's all you see is yeah, Cardinals. They're everywhere. Yeah, they're everywhere. Even here in Indianapolis, you know, you see Cardinals fans and 
I'm sure uh, if uh, they're I, 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 don't, I don't mind the Cardinals. My, my joke with the Cardinals, I was telling Dave this, is anytime I am at a game and, and Albert Pujols is there, he is going to hit a monster homer. It has happened at every game I've ever attended where he has played. So you hear that? Whatever team he's playing for now? Cardinals. Bring, bring yeah, Patricia to, to your games and Pujols will start hitting a lot of moonshots. No, he, was, yeah. he was in the home run derby uh, this year at the All Star Game, yeah. so uh, don't know. Don't think he did well, but he made the second round. Not bad the, for okay. a forty-two year old. Not bad. Yeah, good for him. Good. So for is him. there is there plenty of uh, vitriol towards towards the owner of the Pirates? Oh, this this is something that makes me crazy. He is a very typical small market owner. And they act like he is the Antichrist. Oh, he traded, he traded, he got rid of McCutcheon. He got rid of McCutcheon just in time because McCutcheon yes. hasn't ever hit the yes. level where he, he does this. And, and of course, since, since I do have the audacity of writing about baseball while female, you don't know what it's like to grow up. And it's like the, the, how people think, why, I should say, why people think. Nothing is so cheap as the local media. You know, they're the ones, oh, you know, oh well, so and so says he's cheap. And, you know, he's, you know, it's not like the Reds just did and blew up the team. And, but of course, if you, if you dare to say anything other than nothing is the Antichrist, they accuse you of being an apologist or, you know, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I'm like, he, this is a guy who really is not involved day to day with what's on the field. That's Charrington's job. And why? And why, if you didn't care, would you hire Charrington? I was so happy when they hired Charrington. I'm like, yes, yes, we want something. He's good at developing. And well, that's where he landed. I, I, I will say, I will say this um, about about the owner Robert Robert Nutting. And it, it actually has nothing to do with what happens on the field. And I'm not sure if this was before your time in Pittsburgh. Uh, PNC used to have a marvelous uh, Negro Leagues display. Still down. Plenty of bronze statues and all that kind of stuff. And and he came in and, and dismantled it and, and sold off statues to various places. And the last time I was there, the, the hall... Uh, that yes, that statues used to be was was empty. There was nothing yeah. there. It's not like they used it for for something else. It was it was it was gone. Um, well, they're they're putting a new one in. Well, that's good. I I I actually wrote the reviews back. That I I wrote two re two reviews for the Pirates in a row. The one, um, I. You know, I gave him a, a really good score, and then the next year, when the when the Negro League's bronze statues were gone, in the extras part, I actually put minus one for removing the uh, the Negro League's display, and and I ended up doing some research on it, and he he took a fair hit, uh, publicity wise, as as he should have for that move. Well, well, they're building a, a Pittsburgh Pirates Hall of Fame, and I think they're including. And also, there's the the Homestead Bridge, which is now the Homestead's Grave Bridge, and they have banners and things like that up there. And 
It is, they, they have a small display outside the stadium. You know, like I've seen like Josh Gibson is there. Um, I think the guy who owned the Crawfords was is there. But eventually they were going to move it all into the on-site Hall of Fame. Is there still talk of Mark Cuban? And oh, no. And no. If, if he had wanted to buy it, he would have. I, I, know, I know there's a lot they, they dream, and I'm like, well, you know, he hasn't really done much for the Mavericks lately. But I think it's, it's wishful thinking. If, if he had really wanted to buy it, I'm sure. Because by all accounts, what Nutting really, really cares about is Pirates Charities. That's his baby, you know, and I, I think he, he brought in Charrington just so, you know, you know, let's face it, Charrington worked for John Henry, who is a, a fairly demanding owner. So, you know, Nutting seems happy, you know, with what Charrington is doing and, you know, Charrington, you know, pretty much calls the shot, you know, you know, of course, there was a big deal made that, that you know, they gave Cabrian Hayes a long-term deal. But if they if they ever decide to get rid of him, it's not like a contract would be that hard to, you know, I think he's getting like $9 million a year or something like that. But Nunning, he does not care as much as people think he does. But at the same time, like I said, he's not an antichrist. He... He's a very typical small market owner. So if uh, if you're at PNC Park and you decide to take a walk across one of those giant parking lots, you'll end up at another one of uh, Stadium Journey's highly rated facilities. And uh, what's the new name? It's not Heinz Field anymore. It is Assurance, something like that. The ketchup no, bottles came down the other day. Ac- yeah, I saw a video of that. Is that right? Acrisure Stadium? Acrisure Stadium? What is Acrisure? Does anyone know? Insurance. What kind of company? Insurance. Is it? Insurance. That makes it's sense. Some company with a lot of money. Yeah, they're they're making they're already removing the Heinz Field signs. Yeah, the ketchup bottle. One of the ketchup bottles came down yesterday. I saw a video of it. Very sad. Very sad day in Pittsburgh, right? <laughs> it, but, it's um, weird. Like I like I said on Facebook, it's weird. Yeah, but that's another fantastic venue. It is. It's a very, very good football venue. Again, not a bad seat in the house for either Steelers games or pick games. I have not been there personally for a Steelers game, but I have been inside the stadium. Uh, we were there for our, one of our trips through Pittsburgh. We decided to to stop in to use the bathroom and visit the store, and we got and. Because the Steelers Hall of Fame is right there on the concourse, yes. why not? Went in, in an empty stadium and walked around the Steelers Hall of Fame. It was a really nicely done display. Great hall. It is. Well, there was a lot of history. Yeah, it's, I, I, I liked Heinz uh, Field. They, the, they, do a, they do a really good job of, of showcasing their their stuff and it's loud oh wow is it i mean i was there for the titans game in december and it was shaking in the press box that's how loud it was but again like you know you know i you know i i used to see juju smith schuster all the time with his little french bulldog (laughs) 
Like it's it's I th- I think that's a lot of the reason why people don't like Ben Roethlisberger is he doesn't really mix with fans. But you know, like I said, you know, if if you if you come around down to you'll you'll see I've seen a ton of Steelers, I've seen a lot of Pirates, I've seen a lot of Penguins. The, I think the weirdest one was seeing Sidney Crosby in the supermarket. That was like, you know, <laughs> you know, the you know, biggest hockey star in the world. And, you know, he, he's there with his girlfriend in the supermarket, you know, comparing pork roasts. <laughs> he, could, he couldn't have done that if he if he was drafted by the Canadiens. Exactly. Or mopped. Maple Leafs. Or... Yeah. That's yeah, it's, 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 why it's, they're it's, saying uh, Johnny Hockey went to Columbus, uh, you know. It's a lot quieter than Calgary is. Shut up, Dave. Yeah, he was. Oh, he's going to be home. He's going to play for the Flyers, the Devils. No, the Islanders. They're competing. They're going to get him. Nope. Columbus. He didn't want to play for New Jersey. He wanted to play for Philadelphia. And Chuck Fletcher would rather sign a Klan member. Anyway, back to Pittsburgh. (laughs) Back to Pittsburgh. (laughs) So do you think... Uh, and, and and I don't think it's arguable that that Pittsburgh is is a Steelers town. It's a football. It's a football. Yes, yeah, Steelers. Do you think that the um, the other the other teams, the Pirates and the and the Penguins and and the colleges, do you think they suffer because of the Steelers? Um, you don't see it so much with Pitt. But I went to a Duquesne basketball game earlier this year, and it was the, at the same time as the Steelers game, and nobody was there. You know, everybody, you know, Steelers, Steelers, it's definitely Steelers Uberalis over there. You know, even people who, who don't really like sports, at least they'll know what the Steelers are doing at any given time. So. And it's fascinating how. A, a team that has been around as long as it has has had so few uh, head coaches. I mean, yeah. in, essentially three in, in sixty-nine in recent years. memory. Yeah, three since nineteen sixty-nine. Yeah, yeah. Chuck uh, Chuck Noll came in sixty. Chuck, Chuck Noll and you know Mike Tomlin. Now I think this, this is sixty. Who came after him? Left Cowher. in 91, 90, 89. Bill Cower. Bill, Bill Cower came after. And yeah. And before that, Pittsburgh, the Steelers had never made the playoffs. They were, I mean, Art Rooney bought that, brought that team in around 1933 and suffered, suffered agonizing years. But boy, the 1970s definitely were uh, a time to be alive if you're a Pittsburgh fan and still is. I mean, the team still. Pretty darn always contends. Always, always contends. May have an off year here and there, but and when those if, coaches leave, they don't go back and coach somewhere somewhere no, else. Oh, they're done. They're finished. Well, Chuck yeah. Noah's probably about seventy five. Well, he but passed. Tower, I mean, how many different jobs was he linked to? That oh yeah, all of them. <laughs> Fox or CBS or wherever the heck he went. That was that was the only job he took. So he, um. Let's get back to the, the stadium because I just had a thought here. So um, PNC and Hines, not Hines, whatever it's called now, the Heinz. football stadium, 
They both, both they both it, it'll be before they call it the yeah. new name. Exactly, exactly. But they were both built to replace the old Three River Stadium. Yes. Which sat right in between where the two of them are now, right? Because I think Yeah, well yeah, like I said, you, the parking lot, so you can kind of see the bases or something. So did anybody on this panel ever visit Three Rivers? It was one of those beautiful donuts. I, I went to the vet. That's the same. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet to the bet. It's the same. Oh, if we're gonna play that game, then I went to Riverfront. It was the same. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. I'll, I will give you that. Fulton County. Yeah. No, it's it's uh, it's kind of a joke because they all were designed to appease NFL and MLB, and it was a carbon copy. Uh, back in 1993, my buddy Steve and I were supposed to drive out from New Jersey to Pittsburgh and then Cleveland to see a couple games, but I couldn't get time off of work, so unfortunately. Those are two stadiums long gone. Uh, so that was my closest. Yeah, by the time I got to Pittsburgh, Heinz was just about to open, and PNC uh, was I think because I think they both opened the same year with yes, two thousand Heinz opening in the fall and PNC in in the spring. So yeah, that's when I got to Pittsburgh finally. But people don't seem to say bad things about Three River Stadium the way they do about a lot of the other donuts because the teams were winning there in the seventies. We are family, right? Six championships between the two clubs. You'd be happy. (laughs) You put up with that. That, That'll make a stadium a little better to go. Yeah, I I think. Yeah, you know, I don't. I'm sure people did say things about it, but. You know. uh, Not like uh, not like some of these, you know, not not like some of these other stadiums that we had. I know people complain about. Fulton County people uh, complain. I complained about the vet. They're unruly fans, but uh, it's, uh, I think people are like jazz about getting a new stadium. <laughs> once, once, once Camden yards open, everybody wanted a new stadium. Hey, we got a, got a crappy stadium. It's only 25 years old, but yeah, we need a new one. So yeah, everybody jumped on that. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, cause I think 30 some years, not that long. If you can, if you think about stadium design, you, you think about Forbes field that was around, for a good sixty some years before they uh, they said, "Okay, let's build something new." And Pizza Forbes still still uh, still stands. Yeah, part of the airfield. Which that's I would love to go back to Pittsburgh to see that something I was exactly. unaware of. Those things are time. gone though. Like, look at Nashville. They're pulling a they're pulling an Atlanta. You know, going to replace their football stadium, which isn't that old. Really? Um, you know, yeah, Kansas City is talking about new venues. It's Actually, imagine now, imagine if there was like a, a multi-purpose stadium that housed two teams that was going to be replaced by two separate stadiums. That'd be like $4 billion. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it, it would be ridiculously expensive. So uh, a trivial fact, Mark, you brought up Forbes Field. This triggered a memory. Trivia question. Does anyone know where the home plate is located for the old Forbes Field? 90 feet from first. It's at the college, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, uh... In a ladies' room. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, really? I can't That's, see yeah. it. They, they, have, they have like a home plate marker in the hallway of one of the admin, one of the, uh, the classroom buildings because they couldn't put the home plate memorial, the marker, in its actual spot, which would have been in the ladies' room. Yeah, Hillman <laughs> Library. I'm just going to see home plate. Hang on. <laughs> oh, my God. There's a man in the bathroom. <laughs> He's just it's looking a- at home plate. Nothing to worry about. 
So, Patricia, do you think do you think that um, uh, the university that the Pitt Panthers are are served well by being or by sharing the stadium with the Steelers? Mm-hmm. According to her review, they are. I mean, I think people are used used to it now, and you know, it doesn't really make too much of a difference. You know, it's you know, basically, all the, you know, they'll change the banners outside. You know, it it, it basically kind of tra- you know transforms itself into Pitt Stadium, and then you know they you know then they'll switch everything over to Steelers stuff. But they don't there, even. There's not really another option. Like, there's no real space near the university to build anything, is there? Like, it's a pretty compact campus. Well, yeah, and it's also you know very urban. It's you know there's you know the where there's the arena where the basketball team plays, and then they have a outdoor venue where baseball, softball soccer so i mean they, you know they, they they get money from alum you know alumni costs up for them but i don't think they enough to build a separate stadium at this point okay you may have just answered my my next question i was going to ask you is there ever been talk or plans to build pit football their own stadium no 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 Probably, they don't really have a reason to. You know. Is there it, currently um, all the talk in college football is that everybody and their sister is either joining the Big Ten <laughs> or the SEC? Um, is there what, what's the what's the talk in Pittsburgh about college, or is there any talk at all now? Like, are they worried about the the dissolution or the the you know the reduction? Sure. <laughs> You know, like like I said, they you know they made a little bit of a big deal because Pitt won the ACC this year, but I, I don't really think it means too much. You know, they're not like going to a massive bowl game or anything. So no, no talk about Pitt joining the Big Ten or no, not not now. Or worry that uh, you know Florida State or North Carolina or Clemson are going to leave. You know, I mean, you know, pit football is, you know, it's it'll never be as big as Steelers. Never. Not won't even be in the same I mean it is literally in the same ballpark, but like when you, when you hear people discussing football, really they'll discuss Steelers or they'll discuss high school. High school wow. football is huge around here. You know, there's always something going on with the WPIAL, and they're always talking about that. I had another question, and I just lost it. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it's been a long, hot day here in New England. So uh, let's let's switch gears over to hockey because uh, the Penguins, for a long time, had one of the most unique arenas ever built. Oh yeah, the, the igloo, which, which sadly is long gone. Another Does anyone ever get say? to the igloo? Just oh, outside. Just outside. 
I've been I outside the igloo. Yeah. I saw a game in there. It was cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've seen all sorts, but it, it, it looks super cool. Um, the original roof, it was built to be a symphony hall, correct? So yes. the roof originally yeah, was, was built, for- built to open up and become like an outdoor amphitheater. Yeah. Which, which ended up, they ended up building stands or something attached to the roof. So they couldn't do that anymore. But the original plans, it was a functional. Was it the first retractable yeah. roof? Well, well, now now the symphony has its own building, so they don't worry about that. Yeah, but that roof never opened up for hockey. No, I can't imagine it would. But you know, or, or a basketball game. The no. only time I saw that roof open was in the uh, Jean Claude Van Damme movie. No, it opened up. It opened yeah. up in the great film, The Fish That Saved Pittsburgh. I hope you've all seen that. Oh, you're right. It opened up in that too. Yeah, the Pittsburgh Pisces balloon. Mighty, mighty Pisces. Into the, uh, uh, the game for the championship game against uh, Los Angeles. Some of the best music. That was that was a place. Uh, kind of reminded me about um, Paul. You would get this like XL, the XL Center where. You know, to get your seat, you're you're turning corner after corner after corner after corner, and you're just like, it's it's so easy to get lost. Uh, tiny, tiny concourses, um, but just a, a really funky, different uh, place. I mean, when I went, it was it was pretty old, um, obviously, and and there were just a thousand and twelve things hanging from the ceiling, uh, cables and mics and whatnot so it kind of looked a little sloppy at that point but i mean just just a funky weird kind of arena that i don't think you don't appreciate it until it's gone right like until you can't go anywhere yeah it it sounds like they needed to replace it like it wasn't functional anymore well it was never built for hockey to begin with it was like an afterthought yeah and and then it's like you go i think it was built in the early 60s 61 and then you know Ooh, well, I mean, when when was the new one built? About fifteen years ago, twenty. Uh, I've been in twenty ten. Twenty ten. Okay, so ooh, it was the last, twelve years ago. Yeah, it, it it served its time. It was the last Pennsylvania re- uh, venue, right? Like they had replaced, you know, the the three venues in in Philadelphia. Well, they replaced two with three. Hershey Park um, Arena. They the, replaced the two. The two. <laughs> no, nah, not. Hershey Park, come on! Oh, come hey, on! They did. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> He's not wrong. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I know the the Pittsburgh, and then and then it. the two the two Pittsburgh venues, and then really like they were the last ones. They were kind of left standing. And uh, uh, here you go, trivia for you: the Pittsburgh Penguins were bought out of bankruptcy by the founder of BlackBerry and. Theoretically, going to move to Kitchener, Ontario. So, we actually had Pittsburgh Penguins games on the radio for about a week, and then, ah. of course, you know, we're going to play Mario at the Ar- and the NHL and the state Boy. went ah no no no, and um, yeah, kind of like the Blues to Saskatchewan. Jim Jim, yeah. Jim Balsley, who was the the founder of BlackBerry, one of the founders, he uh, turned his attention. He had tried to buy Nashville out of bankruptcy. Tried to buy. Uh, Arizona out of bankruptcy and and basically he was just way too loud and impatient for the NHL right. and you know they yeah. just said go away they're we're not selling you anything just go away and he did so 
So, well, so that, that's like when, when people try to, to sell me that, you know, the Penguins Flyers rivalry is like been around for 30 years. I'm like, no, for years, the big rivalry with the Flyers was the Rangers. And I knew this because I grew, grew up a Rangers fan. And I, and I went to college in South Jersey and we used to go to a lot of games at the Spectrum. And God, I remember like getting up off the train and there'd be fights. I mean, I mean, like bloody, like people just like bleeding all You know, now it's like, you know, go, oh, oh, the Flyers are our big. It's like, no, nah, not, not until Mario really got settled in. It was always the Rangers. I'm, I'm curious to see what happens because, you know, clearly the Crosby era is coming to an end, right? Like he's not 25 anymore. Yeah, he, he turns 35 in a couple of weeks. 87. So, he's only 35. It feels like he's been playing for 40 years already. <laughs> These yeah, guys he still start looks when like he's 19. They start when they're 18. <laughs> My yeah. goodness, they're so young. They're babies. So, you Even know, that, that draft pick for baseball the other day. It's like it's a middle school. Okay, go ahead. That that era is is coming to an end, um, and, and you know there were the, the Penguins seem to have really distinct eras, right? Like there was the pre Mario era, there was the Mario era, there was the post Mario era where they almost disappeared, mm-hmm. and then the, there's the Crosby era, and you know between Crosby and and Mario, there were significant lacks in attendance. So I'm really curious to see what happens once, you know, Sidney Crosby retires, once that roster kind of turns over, once the Penguins get into a bit of a we're not going to make the playoffs kind of rut. You know, does does is the is the attendance at Penguins games going to be as inelastic as it seems to be for like Steelers games? Um I mean, it as I said in my review of, of I was going to say PNC, uh, <laughs> I, I still want to call it console. I know what they call it. Now. But I mean, the Penguins always have a crowd. Always, they like you cannot get deals on tickets there, and that's probably going to be like that as long as Sid is there. And they just now they just signed Gino to a fairly long term deal. That was pretty scary. You're talking about errors. That error almost came crashing to an end. There there were significant rumors that they weren't gonna sign Gino. I I honestly thought that they were gonna get rid of Latang before Gino because G- Gino is I mean, he's thirty six years old and he he's clearly past his time, although everybody here loves him. You know, I, it cracks me up. He's been playing here 16 years and he still can't speak. <clears throat> he still can't speak English for the dams. <laughs> but, but, you know, to, to have that group and, you know, and I, you know, now that Pittsburgh is owned by Fenway, you know, people are like, oh, they're, they're going to want Gino going. Like, oh no, Gino is going to get all the money he wants. They're willing to pay him because they know that people will still show up and see him. So is there a bit of a nervousness or trepidation with, with Fenway coming in as majority owners? I think people didn't realize that it was a good thing. It's like the money is coming in, you know, because there, there are, you know, people were saying, oh, they're, they're, they're going to get rid of Sid. I'm like, no, Sid, Sid has a job there as long as he wants it. But 
you know, it's, it's not like, you know, like, you know, like nobody's like seen John Henry or anybody from the group there. And, well, and it, it's not like Mario Lemieux was going to be bringing in money from anywhere else, right? Like, no. let's face it. Let's face it. He is, he's the owner of the, the Penguins. He was the owner of the Penguins because the Penguins couldn't pay him. Yes, exactly. He and they he paid there, him he was there. He was their largest creditor, and he, he went to local media, and he made it, made a deal. And you know, he he's the reason they're not the Kansas City Penguins because that's where they were going to go if they weren't going to stay in Pittsburgh. But you know, he's another one. He he does a lot of good in the community. You know, you you see him and Natalie a lot at games and things like that. They're always doing stuff. He's very tall. <laughs> I'll say that. But then again, I'm very short, so maybe that's not a good. You know, one thing that kind of stands out about about the uh, what is it now? PPG paints. Yeah, PPG. The paint can. Um, the paint can. Okay. One of the things that kind of stands out about that place is its location. For me, it, it's not nearly as good as location as as the football or baseball stadiums. And it's in such a, a hilly area. Like you it's in to, the hill district. <laughs> you need to get a mountain goat to help you get to your uh, get to the front door if you're parked in the wrong spot there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the inside is really steep. Like I, I don't like sitting in the upper level because I have terrible balance. It's just, oh god, oh god, don't make me walk down these <laughs> so but again, not a bad seat in the house. I, 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 well, yeah, I think uh, PPG is up near the top of our hockey rankings as well. So, you know, Pittsburgh kind of... Yeah, yeah no, I've always felt PPG is a great... I mean, you know, as far as seats go, as far as the general atmosphere goes, it's a really good place to see a hockey game. Uh our friend Gregory Koch has a question. He goes, isn't the entire city of Pittsburgh on a hill, and that's why you put toilets in your basement? Well, actually, downtown is flat as a pancake. And it's also small. You can walk end-to-end -end in downtown in 20 minutes. That's what I thought. Hey, hey, uh, Greg, um, I lived in South Jersey, and we had a toilet in our basement, and we were not on a hill, so... <laughs> That's what they, yeah, no, no. Yeah, I don't know about, it'd be nice that's, if you have a troll in the basement. I would like to have one in my basement. Yeah, I that's it, I would go there and hide show. from, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> I would go there and just hide from people. I mean, when my when, AC when, went out for two we're days. Yeah. I saw a few pits for bodies. <laughs> um, so, Patricia, we've talked about the big three uh, sports teams in Pittsburgh. We talked about the Pitt Panthers a little bit. Are there any hidden gems? sports-wise, where fans may not know about them, but they're really cool facilities or, or things they should see if they're in the city? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the soccer stadium, Highmark Stadium, has the best view of Pittsburgh of all the stadiums. And they're not... I think the team is applying to get into Major League Soccer, I think, next year. Right now, they're in the, the bracket below that, but it, it's People don't realize that Pittsburgh does have a fairly large Hispanic population, and you know you go there. It's it's a good time. It really is. I was I was surprised when I went there how much fun I had. 
going there. And again, it's a cheap, good time. And, and it's, it's something like, you know, if you're like sitting around going, ah, let's go do something. There's always a soccer stadium. That place would uh, require some significant expansion yeah. to hit Major League Soccer, I think. Well, they would build a new one. I think they, there's more if they wanted to expand, they could. But I think they're... Because that's right know, against the river, correct? Yes. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're right up against the right, right near the Hard Rock. What is it, about 5,000? Uh, oh, look at that. Bang on! 5,000 capacity! <laughs> well, I yeah, and, and I know Pittsburgh fans <laughs> come out to see Louisville. They'll drive out to Loose City for playoff games. Uh, and they're friendly people. They're always wearing the black and gold. Yeah, that black and gold goes with everything. Is the soccer team black and gold as well? Yes. Yes. Are the colleges black and gold? No, Pitt is navy and gold. Uh, Duchesne is red and blue. And so the pro teams. I'm not. Well, I want to say William Morris. I don't know. Robert Robert Morris. Morris. Philip Morris. I lived in Richmond for a long time. I used to work right down the way from Philip Morris. So. But yeah, I mean, yeah, soccer is, is always fun. Um, yeah, even the, the smaller schools, like um, Duquesne has a very nice basketball stadium. So does Robert Morris. But Robert Morris is out by the airport, so it's not a destination. But, you know, as far as, like, Duquesne goes, Duquesne has a very, very nice arena right downtown right next to ppg but yeah, yeah actually no it's a couple, a couple blocks, blocks away yeah yeah I, it's I, would, the same I would say that uh probably one of the most underrated college basketball experiences is at Pitt. it yes uh, it's up there with with some of the best and you would never you would never guess it uh but yeah it, it it has, you know, it has the student sections and, and the Oakland Zoo. loud and it's, it's a whole lot of fun. Um, I, I, I put that, I can say it can go right up there against, you know, big, big programs, big time programs, you know, Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio. State. It's actually the only division one school that has luxury suites courtside. Oh, wow. When, when I went to visit, they, they took me down to, to see them. It was pretty cool. They're, they're pretty big. That must be on one side because they want to have the students on the other side. where the right. Yeah, the, the students are behind the school. That's the student section. But, I mean, you know, that's where, like, the Oakland Zoo is, where they have the band and everything like that. So if you're traveling to Pittsburgh, you're going to do more than just uh... – go see games you're gonna eat yes you're you're gonna, you're gonna eat well you you are you are going to eat and eat well um I'll, although i will say that we leave from auntie brothers to the tourists we don't i mean it, it's it's fine i mean it doesn't suck it's <laughs> not nice. Thank you. it's it's like well, people you can that come send to it up here i'll take it <laughs> it's like people that come to philadelphia you go to patch your genos it's like no Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go to gyms. You yeah. go to gyms. Yeah, gyms on South Street or yes, yes. can't Tony get Luke's. Get here. <laughs> or get the Isn't broccoli. Changing the name. 
I prefer no, Tony, the Broccoli Rob. Tony, Tony Luke's is changing their name to Tony and Nick's or something. Who cares? Uh, well, anyway, don't buy their, don't buy their, I don't buy their crap anyway. Anyway, back to Pittsburgh. Back to Pittsburgh. You know, if, if you want like a good place to eat breakfast, don't go to Pamela's. Don't go to Deluga's. Go to Kellyo's. Kellyo's is good. I've That's been to awesome. Pamela's and Deluga's. <laughs> and you know, one of the best beer brew pubs I've ever been to. I don't know if you've heard of this one, the Church Brew Works. Yeah, I know the Church Brew Works. That, yeah, yeah, that was a really an amazing spot. It was. Uh, it's an old church that they converted into a brew pub. So you can go, I guess. Get There's so many old churches that are converted to different things. Yeah, I, I want to say I was there in 2004. I was at a church that was a brewery. I don't know if that was the one. So, uh, well, there, there's also a Weigel Whiskey, which is, I think, also in an old church. But then again, yeah, Indianapolis has a, a church that used to be a brewery that has a brewery that used to be a church. So, I'm all in favor of churches going out of business and being replaced by beer. Absolutely. Yeah. Catholics like to drink. Pittsburgh, yes. Pittsburgh does a good job in their, in their venues and bringing in those kind of staple things. Like you can get your, you don't have to go out to find Permanti Brothers. You can get it at the ballpark or at the football stadium or the hockey game, or you could get your Quaker steak. You could get your yeah, you get yeah. Permanti like they, we didn't really talk about the food scene at inside the stadium, but it's I mean in in any of the three major venues, they're they're as good as anywhere. Yeah, I mean like PBG has really good barbecue. I forget the name of the, the place, but the barbecue is top notch. You know, that, that I even said in my review, you know, a hot dog and a beer is ridiculously expensive there. You might as well get something a little bit better for you, for that if you're going to pay that much money. And I want to say, I, I want to say church works, I think is in PPJ. I, I don't drink anymore. I, I, I've aged out of it. So. <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> yeah, I, I will. Yeah. And, but I think they, they do have church they have do have some independent breweries within PPJ, and and also PNC has a couple. You know, since they've had the expansion, um, Fatheads is in PNC now. But Fat Fatheads is a little bit known, better known for sandwiches than beer, for some reason. And they got the Manny Sanguin stand down at uh, PNC, right on the river. Yeah, well, now, now it's they've expanded it, and now it's Manning's Market, and he, he still shows up. He he's getting he's he's not in good health. Lots of gotta be up there, huh? Yeah, he is in a wheelchair, and I mean, well, you know, he's got to be close to eighty. Yeah, you know, you gotta remember he played with Clemente and all those guys, and I mean, he, he's a he's an absolute sweetheart. Huh? Yeah, we know how that is because Louis Tiant does kind of the same thing up in uh, Boston, and you don't see Louis too often anymore for the same reasons. They're just, they're just uh, I, I always like even even when I hate, I still do hate the. I will always hate the Red Sox, always. But I did like Louis Tiant. <laughs> you can't hate Louis. I, yeah, I once ran yeah. into a really drunk Louis Tian on Yawkey Way one one time. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, Pittsburgh, man. If if you have and and there's attractions in Pittsburgh. You've got um, is it what is it Kennywood? 
Yeah, Kenwood is. You've got the. It's basically like a Skywalks Park. One of the better duck boat tours I ever took was in Pittsburgh. You got. It's just a great city to walk around in. You know, just, you know, we, we walk up and down the river all the time. We enjoy it. A, a little hidden gem, too. I don't know if you're aware of this, Patricia, but if you, you know, in between um, PNC and Heinz Stadium, if you're walking along the river, they've got yeah. some fountains that drain down into the uh, into the yeah. uh, river. But in this, like on a, every time I've gone to PNC, I think it's been 90 degrees. So we discovered this, and you can kind of just sit there on these on this sculpture. It's it steps down to the river, and you can just dip your feet in, or you know, go in up to your knees, and just kind of cool off. You do that while the uh, while the traffic gets out of the parking lot. You sit there for you know twenty minutes, cooling your feet, and then get in your car, and you don't have to worry about the traffic. Yeah, the winter steps are a cool thing. Like, like I said, people don't realize that you know. Pittsburgh is more than sports. You know, it's got culture. It's got great museums. It's got a great symphony orchestra. It's got ballet. You know, you can come and, you know, be all cultured and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And yes, people will go to the symphony wearing Steelers jerseys. And <laughs> that is Pittsburgh. And that Fred Rogers. Pittsburgh. It's got Fred Rogers. Yes, yes. Mr. Rogers. Although that... The statue of him by Heinz is not good. It's ugly. Uh, I agree with you. It's pretty creepy. I haven't seen that one. <laughs> I'll see it's that pretty one. creepy looking. It's strange looking. It, it, it's, the, the one of him in Latrobe, which is where he's actually from, is much nicer. But, you know, of course, they made a big deal when Tom Hanks was making the movie here. And they also film a lot of movies in Pittsburgh. You know? Didn't the big building um, serve as one of the. the uh superhero movies like as evil headquarters or something in, in the dark knight rises they had that a, was the one they had a football game and, and i usually bring it out every super bowl because i usually don't like the two teams that are in it and in in the in the movie yeah, had, like an earthquake and the the ground just went <laughs> the, the game was over I, and i always wish for that for the super bowl to have that <laughs> wow so that's that's our look at Pittsburgh. If you don't plan a trip there soon, I don't know. You haven't been paying attention, right, or whatever, because it, it, it's really it's, an excellent city. Ew, it's cheap. That's another thing it's got going for. Absolutely. So, uh, Patricia, this is where we let our uh, our guests um, promote themselves. If you've got a social media presence, you want to get out there, or other, your other side gigs. I know you write for another website as well as Stadium Journey. I pay for a lot of websites. Um, (laughs) It's baseball season, so I do write for Bucks Dugout, which is Fox Media's Pirates. And so, yes, I can actually name people on the team. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I also also do some hockey writing for a local blog called Ginzer Crazy, and that's fun to do. But I actually get money from... Bucks dug out, which is important. <laughs> I think that was a shot. <laughs> I think that was a shot across the stadium journey. Back. No, it was not a shot. I have I very much enjoyed riding for Stadium Journey and, and 
I've told a lot of people about him. That's like, yeah, I mean, I remember I told Dave that, you know, I had heard of Stadium Journey long before I wrote for you guys because I remember doing research, you know, going on a trip somewhere you know, to try to figure out where we were going to go. And, and I, I just hit up my 20th Major League Park, Coors Field, nice. which can't, still can't compare to Fiancé. What do you think of Coors? Uh, there are many, we wanted to see the Dodge. You know, they were playing the Dodgers, and there are way too many Dodgers fans. It's like, oh my ill. <laughs> I hate Dodgers. Even, even as I like Dodger Stadium, Dodger Stadium was actually a lot of fun. I hate Dodgers fans. They're, Dodgers fans are everything that Yankees fans are accused of being. They're so obnoxious. That is some strong words right there. Yes. And I, I, I say this having worn a Bucky Dent jersey into Fenway, you know, back, back before, you know, like now, now Fenway, Fenway isn't nearly as fun as it used to be. Yeah, it, it, right. I would open the car door and the second my foot hit pavement, somebody would be yelling Yankee suck at me. <laughs> now, I think the last time I went, it was the seventh inning before somebody said something. It's like, you guys are soft. Yeah, <laughs> sign of the times. Sign of the times. Yeah. So, uh, Patricia, thanks for coming on, and we enjoyed the discussion about Pittsburgh. And uh, Yes, thank you for having me. And, and e even though I, I I grew up a Philadelphia Eagles fan in Giants territory. My my grandfather worked for Bill Bell, Burt Bell in the 30s, and we, be, we became Eagles fans. My One of the biggest memories of my childhood is my dad getting up on the roof to turn the antenna so we could pick up the CBS station on the Philly Channel 10 so we could watch the Eagles. Uh, so unfortunately, my, my dad did not live to see the Eagles win. Uh, we, we were very, my brother and I were very sad that night. We're like, dad would have loved this. Because our joke was we only saw him cry three times in our life. Once when my mother died and the two times that the Eagles lost the Super Bowl. Oh. So I know that second one with, oh God, he, 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 he cursed out T.O. for the rest of his life. He's like, he's the reason we don't have a Super Bowl. There's a lot of reasons, Dad. He he might be part of it. He's not the whole reason. But now here in Pittsburgh, and I'm still a Yankees fan because half half the Yan half the Yankees are used to be Pirates, particularly their pitching staff. So <laughs> it's like, yeah, I know that guy. That's too. All right. Well, that's where we'll we'll wrap up for this week. Uh, thanks again for joining us, Patricia. We look forward to seeing more of your work on Stadium Journey and expanding our coverage out in Western PA. Yeah, um, I'm hoping to get out to Washington Wild Things, the local independent baseball. I've heard I've heard they're a good time. So that's a nice little park. It, it, that's what I've heard, and so hopefully I'll get out there. I wanted to get out to Altoona, but I don't think that's happening this year, maybe next year. But thanks for having me on, and thanks for having me on the staff. It's been, it's been an absolute blast writing. <laughs> Anytime. Even though, like I said, I, I told Dave when I was at PPG, I saw Ron Hextall, and it was all I could do not to spit between my fingers when I saw yeah. him. Like, he's one of us now. <laughs> Wish I knew that I would have hung my Hextall jersey. 
<laughs> Although I'd probably help you uh, spit on him at this point, but that's another story for another time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I know that Flyers fans don't particularly like him too much. Not right now. Thanks, Ron. <laughs> Gotta go where the jobs are, dude. So that's all the time we have for tonight. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks again to uh, Patricia Beninato for joining us and talking Pittsburgh. What's Pittsburgh called? The Iron City, right? Iron City beer, right? Yep. So the Iron City, absolutely. Uh, Dan, where could our listeners follow you? Uh, buy my hockey jerseys, DanLaw83. <laughs> uh, Mark had to step out, so he's not with us right now. Uh, you could follow him online at Ballpark Hunter. Dave, where can our listeners follow you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Profan9. Like, we got a month coming up, eh? So yeah, I actually got a, That's why I'm not asking everybody where they're going. I got listening. a few things planned. Um, Toronto FC, got some more inter-county ball, and then Stadium Journey Convention. So uh, Minnesota, here we come, St. Paul Saints, Minnesota United, and a bunch of various things. I won't, I won't go through the whole list. So no, go ahead. We're getting together at the Twins. Who is a bunch of us? Oh uh, yeah. I'm going to have to go to be back. Oh uh, yeah. Mark can't make it this year. Cause he's got to go to school. Believe that they start school so early there. That's crazy. Crazy. crazy I tell you. And uh, you can follow my stadium journeys on Twitter or Instagram at Puckman RI. I'm not going to tell you where I'm going between now and our next show. Cause there's a list of about a hundred places. And so the Brockton remember, rocks. <laughs> I only have. Times. I only have four games left with the Rocks, and then our season's over. We're in last place, and we're not making playoffs. Ah, uh, where was I? You can find all of our 2,500 stadium reviews, news items, and other feature stories on our website, stadiumjourney.com. Connect with us on our social media channels, at Stadium Journey. Audio versions of the Stadium Journey podcast can be found by searching HIAC Talk Radio Network, wherever you look for your favorite podcast. If you're looking for video simulcasts, Go to our YouTube page, Stadium Journey's YouTube page. And our classic back catalog of episodes can still be found at vocnation.com. They got them stuffed away in the corner somewhere. And join us join us live if you want to be part of our studio audience, like our friend Gregory. Uh, every other Tuesday night, we record at 7 Eastern at danlaw.tv. Now, hang with me here if you're a regular listener. Because we all have really busy schedules, we got the Stadium Journey convention coming up in st paul minnesota in a couple weeks uh we got family visits we got vacations we got work conflicts we got everything we are not getting back together until tuesday august 30th so that is how many weeks six weeks so i think so yeah that seems like a real but it's not it's only we're only skipping two shows believe it or not um so because we're all going to be on the road in the meantime our next show we're going to recap these epic road trips that we're all taking. I think it'll be a four-hour podcast. It will not be a four-hour podcast. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do. We're going to put the, the journey back in Stadium Journey and recap our adventures. So that's where we're going to wrap it up today. Thanks again to Patricia Beninato for joining us. Always, thanks to everyone for your support and tuning in and supporting us all these years and watching and listening or whatever you're doing. So for Dan, Mark, and Dave, this is Paul. Wishing you safe journeys and close games. Hope to see you on the road again real soon. Be safe out there.